Hi, and welcome to the Beauty Expanded Podcast. I'm Jade Hernandez, a camouflage tattoo artist and educator. I help beauty bosses effectively market their business and become the authority in their field, close more leads, and make more money. Now let's dive in to today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back. Today is going to be a juicy, juicy topic because I'm going to be sharing with you the differences between a six-figure earner and owner versus a five-figure beauty business owner. To back up a little bit, I am a serial entrepreneur. I have been owning and starting my own businesses since, gosh, since I was about 18 years old. And not all of them have been a success. And maybe that's another episode in the future where I talk about all the different businesses that I've started to show you the trajectory of my lifetime as an entrepreneur. But one of the things that I've noticed being in the entrepreneurial world where you're constantly faced with uncertainty, grinding it out, and a lot of doubt and hope and excitement, is once I started making six figures, I noticed that things had changed and shifted within me. And a lot of that had to do with just learning how to be a business owner and a good one. I think in the beginning, in any case, you're doing the best you can with what you have. But obviously, the more that you know, the better that you do. So in today's episode, I wanted to share some of the things that I've noticed and have grown within me to make me a better business owner. Now that I have become a multiple six-figure owner, I feel like I'm in a place to be able to reflect back on some of the things I notice a lot of my students struggle with or friends who are just stepping into their business or maybe they've been in their business for a while but they haven't made massive leaps yet or they're not really making the kind of money that they want to make. And so the number one thing six-figure owners do differently than five-figure business owners is that six-figure business owners make decisive decisions quickly. And what I mean by that is that they have less resistance. So when you think about energy, we are given a limited amount of energy to work with on a daily basis before we get sleep and we rejuvenate and then start our days all over again. During the day, not only are you doing the things behind the scenes to grow your business, getting people booked, getting your calendar organized, answering phone calls, rescheduling, marketing, doing social media posts, but you're also doing the services or maybe you're even managing a team. And then you go home and then you have your family that you take care of and that you spend time with. And then maybe you even have some time to work on yourself, whether that's working out, running errands, reading a book, meditating, and then you go to sleep. We do not have an infinite amount of energy. And so ideally, what you want is to have the least amount of resistance when it comes to how you spend your energy. Because when you're up against resistance, you're actually expending more energy up against that block. And it's a little bit of that back and forth motion. And that expends a lot of energy instead of having less resistance then the energy is always flowing. It's always moving. So when I think about a six-figure business owner, they tend 
to make decisions very rapidly and they take action quickly and they don't worry about the what ifs because they know that they'll pivot and change whatever it is that they need to do once that decision is made. They just simply go for it and if it doesn't work, then they transition or they try something new and they make another decision to help move them forward. Whereas with five-figure business owners or even new artists or people who are stepping into owning their business for the very first time, what I noticed is that there's a lot more resistance because there's a lot more fear and insecurity. When it comes to making a business decision, they like to think about things a lot longer. They want to weigh out the costs and the risks and the reward. They want to do more research. What they're really looking for is more safety. They're looking for more guarantees. And maybe you're in your business long enough to know that there are no such things as security and safety and certainty in life in general, but especially in entrepreneurship. And so a five-figure business owner is probably in a place where they know what they have to do in order to grow their business, but they're not willing yet to take the chance. And so then they're in the indecision. And anytime you're in indecision, you're in pain, struggle, or fear. You're either in pain because you can't make a decision and you're consumed by it, it's draining a ton of energy, or you're struggling and making the right choice or not the right choice. And same thing, you're expending a lot of energy, or you're in fear. And fear, if you were to just think about that emotion in general, it's a lot of energy versus being able to just make a decision regardless of knowing what the result is going to be. That's a completely shift in energy. Do you see how making a decision will always lead to movement versus being stuck and having that energy build up in so much resistance? Because when you can't make a decision, you're going back and forth and you're teetering these ideas in your head and you're really not making any movement forward because you're literally stuck going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That's the biggest difference I've seen between six-figure owners versus five-figure owners is five-figure business owners want more certainty, but they're scared. They want more certainty. And the ironic thing is, is that it doesn't lead them to any more confidence because they still haven't made a decision or they finally do make a decision and they've wasted so much time, months, years that they can't get back. So with higher income entrepreneurs, there is a direct correlation of the rate of speed that they make decisions. I know for me, when I want something, I go after it. So for example, this podcast, I knew that I wanted to launch a podcast and I didn't know how to, but I knew where to find help. And I reached out to a couple of people who then led me to coaches. I booked a consultation through a girl named Sam who was on Fiverr and had amazing reviews. I did a one hour consultation with her. I believe it was $150 to meet with me online for an hour. And it was amazing. She gave me a list of things that we talked about, a list of equipment that I should consider buying. And the minute I got her notes from that call, I immediately went on Facebook Marketplace, found someone who was selling the microphone that I was looking into. I ordered a few more things and I began to practice doing podcast episodes within the day that I picked up my microphone. I let little to zero resistance hold me back 
from launching this podcast. Things moved quickly, whereas someone else may feel the need to do more research on microphones who maybe wants to save enough money for the shiniest microphone out there or who simply needs more confidence in figuring out their niche or what they should say or what they should talk about and if they need to get a new computer or to do more research or to ask their followers what they should talk about. No, none of that. I simply made a decision and I went after it. I never spoke about it to my followers as you're listening to this episode. Still have no idea my exact niche, my exact pitch. I tried to write it out before I did my first episode and I still couldn't figure it out. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just jump into doing episodes and getting practice in how to talk into a microphone and edit my own episodes. And I'm sure as the topics freely flow in, I'll figure it out. So even as you're listening to this episode right now, I have not launched my podcast yet. Obviously, as you're listening to it, it's done. But I'm just letting you see a visualization of the difference between how I run my life and my business versus how I used to do it when I was a five-figure owner. And the difference is I spend more energy creating the vision and the future of my business than I do being stuck spending energy on the resistance. The other thing about resistance is that a six-figure business owner most likely lets go of what doesn't serve them. So for example, I have an assistant who I hire to do all the things in my business that doesn't serve me, that doesn't fuel me, that doesn't bring fulfillment and joy into my life, but is a needed necessity. So for example, my assistant comes in a half hour before I arrive to set up the studio. She sanitizes everything and she sets up the studio for our client to arrive so that I can literally show up and begin tattooing and just being with my client and connecting with them. After I'm done tattooing, my assistant then cleans up the space. She literally will sweep, mop the floor, wipe everything down with cavi wipes, and reorganize everything. She'll clean my ink bottles, you name it, she does it. She'll also open up mail packages for me. She organizes all of my cabinets, all of my supplies. She helps us set up for trainings. All the miscellaneous and minor things that I absolutely hate doing. It literally sucks my energy doing the things that I don't want to do. But obviously it's a need and necessity because I can't be tattooing in a unsanitized place. I don't have to confront that resistance. I hire it out. I outsource it to someone who can do all those things for me so that I can focus on being present to my client, which I truly enjoy and brings fulfillment into my life and focus on the creative ideas of how I want to grow my business. I also delegate a lot of the SEO things that we do. I delegate these things to experts or I automate things. I have a software program that automates messages to people who fill out a form online to book their consultation with me. All of those things are automated. I've automated appointment reminders so that I don't have to do those things because those things tie me down. And if I have to text people about their appointment, that sucks energy out of me. 
because we don't have an infinite amount of energy given to us. So if I have to expend that energy doing those things, that drains me. A six-figure business owner understands that. They know their zone of genius. They know that their zone of genius is not setting up and breaking down their room. I would say most people understand at the six-figure level that delegating and outsourcing and automation is the key in order for them to continually move forward versus someone who is making five figures, thirty dollars to $50,000 a year, is probably too scared to hire someone because they don't think that they'll be able to truly afford them. So they're doing everything their own. And at the end of the day, They don't have any more energy to truly create new ideas or even maybe the passion to create new ideas that will help grow their business. When I first hired my assistant, I had no idea if I was truly going to be able to afford her. And so I just made sure that they knew what they were getting into. And with my first assistant, I found her on Instagram. And I told her that I usually know my schedule weeks ahead of time, but some weeks are going to be 10 hours, some are going to be 12, some are going to be 15, and some of them are going to be more. It pays this amount per hour. Is this something that you'd be interested in doing? This is what the job description entails. And she was completely fine with that. At the end of the day, what I realized was I never stressed whether or not I could pay her because the reward of having more energy given back to me to do the things that I really love was worth so much more than the amount of cash I was expending for her support. Even my SEO girl, I have worked with this SEO expert for two years now and I have never met her. She literally is located in the Philippines and we have great communication between the two of us and I pay her a weekly stipend. I hope I said that right. Every week that I never even look at. The money comes so easily for me to be able to pay her because she helps my business grow tenfold, that it more than pays for her salary. In order to bring in more, you have to let go of certain things. And it always works in that order. You can't have more growth and then let go. When that happens, it usually means that you're burnt out and you don't necessarily want to grow anyways because you're so burnt out. Whereas really the flow of things is let go first and more will come. I hope that really helps open a new kind of awareness. If you find yourself making 30, 40, 50, 60K a year, and your goal is to really increase and to hit that milestone of six figures, is asking yourself, what are the things that absolutely drain you? And if you were to get rid of those things and delegate it or automate it or outsource it, what more would you be able to gain back? And if you were able to really spend the time on the things that you love and the things that you really want or need to do in your business, how much growth would that afford you? So for example, if I didn't have an assistant, if I didn't have a software that I invested in to automate a lot of those text messaging, I probably would have never launched this podcast because how in the world would I have found the time to invest in spending an hour talking into a microphone and editing it and getting it uploaded on top of spending time with my family, 
cleaning the house, doing the marketing, getting back to people's emails, it would not have happened as fast or as quickly as it did if I had a ton of resistance. There are so many options available to us when it comes to outsourcing experts to do the job that we need them to do and do it well. You can go on Fiverr, which is F-I-V-E-R-R.com and literally hire people for $5 an hour to do the things that you need to do on the back end. You can find virtual assistants, you can find software, website builders, or there's another website that I really like, which is called Upwork, U-P-W-O-R-K.com, where you can hire freelancers and consultants and other people to do the legwork for you so that you're not dragged down and spending your energy that's really not going to give you the biggest return on investment than if you were focusing on your zone of genius. This is a really great exercise for you to contemplate on. What are the things that are giving you the most resistance? What are the things that are draining you the most? And how can you let go of those things so that you can truly have what you want? Once you take that leap of faith, your business will be transformed. And I can't wait to see you hit that milestone of six figures because I also know that you're spending your time and energy on things that truly give you joy, which is the biggest return on investment, in my opinion, than being dragged down by indecision and so, so much resistance. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love to connect and help you more. If you have a question you'd like for me to answer, please send it to jade at studioconceal.com. That's J-A-Y-D at studioconceal.com. And I might highlight it on my podcast. I find what's often personal is most general. So if this episode helped you, please share it with a friend who may need the encouragement and inspiration. I'll catch you on the next one.